welcome home. My earth name is Bianca, and I am a multidimensional intergalactic being exploring what it means to be human on earth. I am here to share what I've learned from the depths of the shadows to help you remember your true self as a divine being on earth. I will teach you the cheat codes of the matrix, how to heal the ego, and transcend the limitations that we created when we were asleep. Together, we will alchemize and quantify our life to experience greater abundance, fulfillment, and joy in alignment with our soul's purpose. Now let's explore this dream within the dream. beautiful souls welcome to today's soul session so today we're going to be talking about one of the personality tools that i've discovered um it's been a little over a month now that i've discovered human design um and it's been so um inspiring how much it has helped me with really understanding myself a little bit more and the personal insights that I've gained from my own exploration that I've decided to share some of this with you today. So what is human design? Um, So human design is a bit like your horoscope because um, it uses your birth, your actual birth date and time and location to assess your your energetic map and um, and or circuitry, okay? So the human design system shows what you what your energetic DNA is. It is just another gateway to understanding yourself on a deeper level, okay? And I know that at first hand it can be difficult when you first pull up your chart um, and you have all of these numbers and all of these colors and all of these different shapes and everything that pops up, it might seem a little bit confusing at first, um, but I am here to help simplify it as much as possible. I'm going to go over the main chart uh, properties that will pop up um, in your human design so that you can kind of dig deeper and do your own research so that you can understand yourself a little bit more, okay? Now, if you're looking to pull up your chart, two of the ways in which you can do it that I personally recommend, the first one would be to go to Jovian Archives, which I will go ahead and put in the link in the in the show notes so that's one of the ways um and then another way would be the my body graphs okay so i've actually pulled up my charts on both um and both give a lot of information my personal preference is jovian archives um but those are two different ways in which you can pull it up okay so some of the chart properties that we're going to discuss today is the four types the strategies for each type um you're not self theme the inner authority, the way that you make decisions, your profile, the definition, and the incarnation crosses, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and first start with the type, okay? So when you're reading your human design chart, the very first thing that pops up is going to be um, the the type of specific energetic centers that are defined or undefined. So there are four main types. Each type has a, has its own characteristics. Each type has specific energetic centers as well as its own aura type that's co- that corresponds to it, okay? So we're going to talk about the first type, all right? So the first, and it's not first, it's just one of the types. So one of the types is the generator. And generators are usually 70% of the population. And that means that they have an open 
an enveloping aura with a defined sacral center, okay? Um, then you have a manifester or a manifester generator, which is the same thing, um, which is 9% of the population. So this type has a closed and repelling aura with a defined throat, okay? Um, the third type is a projector, which is what I am. I am a 3-5 projector um, with the emotional authority and solar plexus. So I'll dig deeper into that. But as a projector, we encompass 20% of the population. We have a focused and absorbing aura with an undefined sacral center. Okay, so our sacral center is undefined. And then you have... The fourth type, which is very, very rare, you have the reflectors, okay? They are 1% of the population. Um, they have a resistant and sampling aura, um, and they have a completely, un and they have completely undefined energetic centers, okay? So we'll go ahead and dig deeper into the centers. Um, but for me, uh, as a projector, what that means is that even though I may have the feeling that I am here to heal others, I'm actually here to guide on helping others how to heal themselves, okay? Um, so I'm here to guide others. So as a projector, my role is to guide others, okay? Um, so the next part of the chart is going to be the strategy, okay? And each strategy is tied to is tied to a type that allows the type that allows the energy of your type to be used most efficiently okay so a strategy for the generator is to respond to respond to to respond to the situations to be proactive to be you know responsive to what pops up in their now moment the strategy for a manifester is to inform. They are they are the talkers. They are the ones that like to make the announcements. They are the ones that, you know, let the crowd know, let the people know, let the family know. They are the letting the informers, the talkers, the communicators, okay? Then you have a manifester generator, okay? So the manifester, if you're a manifester on its own, it's just to inform. But if you're a manifester generator, um, which is also a small percent of the population, your strategy is to respond first and then inform. So respond to the information, respond to the... Um, respond to what is given to you before you can then inform it out okay so you have to respond and then inform okay that means you have to digest the information before you can um you have to digest the information fully process it before you can um communicate it out okay as a projector our strategies are to wait for the invitation um what that means is because we have such a compelling aura, because we have such a focused aura, we like to encompass the other individual um, and we tend to know what they need, okay? We tend to know um, just by feeling the energy. Um, and what that means is that what we have a lot of tr uh, time and struggle with is um, giving... The, the, uh, this is an example, giving unsolicited advice, um, 
jumping to jumping to conclusion and being impulsive um, with desires uh, versus our, our the best strategy for us to use our energy the best is just to simply wait for the invitation. And I know that can be hard for us a little bit because we we are so open to mostly the manifestors and the generators that we have that we have such a um such a like we're such a sponge and we tend to feel like we need to do 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 um in order to in in order to receive but in actuality because of our open centers and open sacral <clears throat> excuse me um and our open sacral we simply just have to be patient, sit back, and wait for the invitation. And in the meantime, it's not it's not necessarily that procrastinating or not doing anything in the process. But do things that are fun. Do things that make you happy. Do things that allow you to learn and develop yourself in the process until you wait for the invitation. So you must be invited. Um, your experiences have to be invited from the outside. Okay? You can't go seeking them. You have to be invited into them. Okay, and then the strategies for reflectors are to wait a full lunar cycle. So from new moon to full moon, all the way back to a new moon. Okay, and this is, and um, these strategies are just specifically how to use your energy most efficiently. Okay, now we're going to talk about our not self theme. Okay, a not self theme means, means how the uh, individual uh, acts or how or what they embody um, when they're not honoring its energy effectively and they start to feel these negative emotions. So the not self theme for a generator is frustration. For a manifester is anger. Uh, for a manifester generator is uh, frustration plus anger, which is in, which then leads to impatience. So it's impatience for uh, for the most of it. Projectors, not self-themes, feel bitter, so it's bitterness. And reflectors are disappointment, okay? So that's the not self-theme for the, for for each of those types. Um, so my, my, my non-self-theme means bitterness. That means that I will, that I can become bitter when I am not recognized when I feel like I am not feeling like anybody's listening to what I have to say because I feel like I have the information that people need and I'm just throwing it out there and I can get bitter when I'm not being recognized or when I'm not being invited or when I have to, or um, when I am not listening and honoring to my own energetic type, okay? Now we're going to talk about authority. So authority is simply... Um, is where your power is. It is the space from which you should be making decisions if you are correctly using your energy. So it's basically your inner authority is the way you make positive decisions for yourself, okay? So each specific person has an inner authority that's tied to their type. So the authorities are the sacral, um, and if you have a sacral authority, it means that you have to listen to your internal yes or no. If you have an emotional solar plexus authority, which is me, um, I do, uh, then the way you make decisions is through your feelings. Um, you can feel 
what the what the next step is or um you have to allow the wave your full wave of emotions to come through to fully digest and um completely pass through your system so that you can wait for complete clarity on the decision okay um a lot of the a lot of the problems and setbacks I've had in the past has been that I've would react off of emotion um, because I have a defined solar plexus and it is my inner authority, but I would react off of emotions rather than listening to them um, and paying attention to what they were trying to tell me um, and not allowing myself time and giving my and being patient with the process of letting my all of my emotions allowing myself to feel the depths of my emotions before continuing further, okay? So that's been one of the things that I've discovered. Um, It's been a personal insight of mine as I was going through my human design chart that I do react and make decisions based on how I feel. Um, All right, so the next authority is splenic authority, and this is the spleen. Um, And this authority is based off your intuition. So you make decisions based on what you're based off what your intuition tells you. Then you have your ego and your heart. Um, This is your willpower. Okay. Then you have yourself, the identity, um, the G authority. Uh, This is just the center. Um, So a G authority is one of the energetic centers. Um, And the way that you make this the way that you make decisions best is by knowing who you are and what will make you happy. Let me repeat that again. Knowing who you are and what will make you happy. Okay? And then you have, if you have an environment authority, so this is not one of your centers. If you have more of an, um, if you, the way that you make decisions comes from the environment, it's basically asking your network and then waiting to see okay or if you have a moon lunar authority is waiting for a lunar cycle to decide okay um so those are the different authorities connected to each type all right like i said i'm an emotional solar plexus authority now we are going to look into uh profiles okay so profiles are the way that I would describe it is the conscious sun and conscious moon. Um, it's basically what describes who you are as an individual, um, personality-wise, um, and um, unconsciously. Okay, I want to say consciously actually because three, the first line. I'm sorry, let me just get this right because I want to give you guys. Right, I'm sorry. So the first line is your conscious son, and then the second line is your con is your is your unconscious son. Um, so it's based on your personality, how you show up in life. Um, how the world views you, that is your conscious son. Your unconscious son is basically the way that you that you um, the way that you live within yourself, what you um, subconsciously and unconsciously 
uh, do, are, be, etc. Okay, so my profile is a three five, and what is the first line three is a martyr. Okay, and um, as a martyr, I learn by trial and error. So that's my conscious son. So I go throughout life learning by trial and error. Um, and my unconscious son is uh five, which is the heteric which is the creative rebel, okay? I like to network easily with strangers. Um, I'm very I'm very quick to want to just be, I just want to dive into experiences. I really love to be creative. I don't like to go with the flow um, in the collective, whether it's that culture, whether it's, you know, whether it's a trend or whether it's, you know, a way of being. I just like to be creatively rebellious. Um, so in that case, I love to, I have a wealth of experience, right? Or my life is, um, my wisdom comes from my experiences, okay? So the different profiles. So profile line one is the investigator. Uh, you like to study things deeply. You love to research and get to the bottom of things. Uh, profile two is you hold back and wait for the right moment to call. Um, I'm sorry, profile two is the hermit, okay? The hermit holds back and waits for the right moment or call. Like I said, line three is learning by trial and error, the martyr. Line four is the opportunist. Your relationships are within your network. Line five is the heteric, creative rebel. And uh, line six is the role model. You live through three phases first. You live through three phases. First, you learn by trial and error. Then you integrate. Then you share your wisdom with the world. And repeat that again. Line six, you learn through three phases. First, you learn by trial and error. Then you integrate. Then you share it with the world. Okay? So as you guys pull up your chart and you pull up your profile, basically you want to connect how you show up in the world and how you show up for yourself. Okay? All right. So then you have gates, um, and the gates are the numbers that you see in your chart. Every single number corresponds to a specific property of that number. Um, when a specific number is circled in your chart, that means that that particular number plays a strong role in your dynamics. Um, I'm not going to get really too deep into the gates because there are just so many, but you guys can do your own research on that. Um, and then after the gates, you have your channels, okay? So the channels are the paths of energy denoted by the lines connecting each gate, okay? So connecting each energetic center. So like the gates, each channel has a specific separate property as well. You can think of the channels as something of a chemical reaction. Two gates with their own properties come together to form something new with their own properties, okay? Channels that are colored in play a strong role in your personal dynamics as well, and they are called definitions. All right. So we're going to move into definitions. When you see a channel in your chart fully covered, um, so it could be colored red or black. Now in different human design charts, it could be, um, colored differently. Um, but for the most part, I've seen for the majority, I've seen it red or black or even in combination. Okay. So like I said, these gates, uh, the gates are the numbers and or the channels, the pair of numbers that are connected. Denote that that something that is strong and steady within yourself. 
Okay. So the different definitions are single, split, triple, and very rarely quadruple. And even more rare is no definition. Okay. So I have a single definition, which means that I have a continuous connection um, with one of my gates. I have a continuous connection with one to the other. Um, a split definition means that you have two two areas of difference of of separate from each other. Triple, as you can as you can tell, it's three separate areas, and then quadruple is four different areas. Okay. So. Let me go ahead and move on to the energetic centers, okay? So each energetic center is denoted by one of the shapes in your in your chart. So it would either be defined, which is means that it would be colored in, or it'd be undefined, which is not colored in, okay? So the centers are head, anya, throat, G center, heart, ego, splenic, sacral, solar plexus, and root. Now, as you guys can tell, it's very similar to the chakras. Um, the only difference is that it does add the G center and the Anya. Um, and I would say that the head is technically the crown. So um, it's very, very, very... Oh, and the splenic. So it's very similar to the to the chakras, but um, there is just a slight difference. So if you have a, um, so the head energetic center, I'm, I'm sorry, let's just kind of backtrack a little bit. So the head energetic center basically uh, represents inspiration, anxiety, mental pressure. Um, Anya, the Anya center basically is conceptualization. Um, and the best way that I would describe that is the action or process of forming an idea. Um, so basically being able to really um, conceptualize, so being able to bring together um, ideas and come up with it over time. Okay, so it's forming an idea. Um, so that's the Anya. And then you have the throat. Okay, and as you guys may know, um, connected to the chakras, throat is connected to communication, manifestation, action, um, and then you have the heart, which is connected to the ego, um, willpower, you have the sacral, which is connected to sexuality, life, then you have your G-center, which is connected to yourself, your direction, love, um, and then you have your splenic center. Your splenic center is really connected to your intuition. I mean, that is your main source of intuition. Um, but it's also your main source uh, where, where it's connected to your instinct, fear. And it also correlates to your immune system. Um, and then you have your solar plexus, which your solar plexus is connected to emotions, feelings, especially nervousness. Uh, that is the perfect, uh, the saying that says, uh, butterflies in your stomach. Yeah, that's exactly where your solar plexus is. And it's usually where you feel the nervousness. Okay. And then you have your roots. Your root center is your life fuel, your pressure and your stress. Um, so I have a defined root solar plexus, um, I have a defined root and solar plexus. I also have a um, 
define spleen, okay? So what that basically means for me is that um, I basically thrive and have a strong hold on health, survival, and intuition with my spleen. Uh, with my roots, I am very ambitious. I have a lot of drive, growth. I'm very into goal setting and accomplishments. Um, and uh, with my solar plexus, I basically have emotional intelligence. I'm very into poetry, art. Um, I have a wealth of emotional depth of experiences. So that's what that means for me when it comes to that. Now, because I have... Uh, so your defined centers are what you have a strong hold of is what you're able to really rely on. Um, and it cannot be conditioned from the outside world because that's already within you. It's already d defined. What can be conditioned are your open centers for, so for me, one of my opens, um, I have one, two, three, four, five, six open centers. So the first center that I have is Anya, um, and conditioning has can create it to be pretending to be certain okay so to to know that i have it all together um to pretend like i have it all together to pretend like i have all of the ideas on tack that i have that i that i always have a plan um so that's 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 having an um an open anya my not self with having open head is thinking about things that don't matter Thinking about fulani, mengana, and thinking about things that, you know, are not, not only beneficial, but most likely has nothing to do with me. Um, so that's been part of the conditioning with my head. And then having an open throat chakra, um, the conditioning can lead to trying to attract attention. Okay. And one of the biggest things that I've noticed is that growing up, and I've said it in previous episodes, but growing up, um... I know that I've had I have had a blocked throat. One because I was mute till about six, five or six, so I couldn't communicate correctly. And when I did start communicating, I had a very uh, strong stuttering. Uh, it was very strong speech impediment. I stuttered pretty bad. Um, so my communication early on was very difficult for me. It was very difficult for me for for me to express myself. Um, so I always felt like I needed to gain attention or find a way to, um, for people to see me differently by trying to express myself, by, by trying to catch attention, by trying to attract attention. Okay. Um, I also have an open G center, which means that conditioning has, can, has, and can create, uh, can create it to be fixated on finding love and direction, meaning that I I'm always was constantly seeking love and validation from the outside, always trying to seek a way to go, something to do, um, a path to take, um, which is very accurate for me, um, trying to figure out my identity, going on, going on a path of self-discovery, really trying to figure out who I am, definitely, definitely um, related to that strongly. And then I have an open heart. Having an open heart, conditioning from the outside um, can lead to the not self of feeling unworthy and, under and undervalued. This one definitely hit me to the core. It's been one of the toughest, um, how would I say, not lessons, but it's been 
the one of the toughest journeys of coming back to self is learning and realizing and remembering and accepting how worthy I am. One, as a sovereign being living in this human experience, I am worthy because I was even given a chance to live out the experience. Um, But two, because I am a piece and part of source and source is all that is and, and and the universe and everything is that was that exists and was created is also within me so I am worthy and I am not undervalued I undervalued myself I put myself at a different at a lower level than anybody else technically in terms of status in terms of beauty in terms of you know what I deserve to earn etc simply because I always felt undervalued I always felt unappreciated which would lead to bitterness, to the bitterness um, as well. Um, So moving on, I also have my, last but not least, my sacral chakra. So my sacral, my sacral center being open has led to not knowing when enough is, when not knowing when enough is enough. And usually I notice that people who have an open sacral are very prone to addictive personalities and addictive behaviors um, because they don't know when enough is enough. Um, so having an open sacral basically, so if you're a projector, this is one of the things that, this is one of the things that we can all relate, um, just being a projector is having an undefined sacral center that we do not know when enough is enough. And so we tend to have more addictive personalities. We tend to be more codependent. Um, we have, we have more of a tendency to binge, to be impulsive. Um, and even, and even get on the, get on the path of greed, always seeking more and 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 never feeling like you have enough. Okay. So those have been my open, those are my open centers. And now that I have an understanding about them, now that now I was able to, through my journaling and during this process of like really diving into my human design and figuring all of this out because at first it was so confusing. Um, I started to just kind of reflect back on my past behaviors and reflect on the behaviors that I constantly, that constantly, that constantly, sorry, led me to me feeling bitter. That led me to me feeling like my not self. Um, And it all made sense. It all corresponded. I mean, everything made sense for me. Okay. So let's go ahead and... Oh, let me just say. So these are some questions that um, undefined energy centers will... These are some questions to ask yourself um, if you have these undefined centers. um, Because... These are basically warnings that they're trying to give you. Okay. So if you have, so let's start with the head. So the head center will ask you, am I trying to answer everyone else's questions? Okay. Your Anya will ask, am I trying to convince everyone that I am sure? Your throat will ask, am I trying to attract attention? 
Your heart will ask, do I have something to prove? Your sacral will ask, do I know when enough is enough? Your G-Center will ask, am I looking for direction and love? Your spleen will ask, am I holding on to things that aren't good for me? Your solar plexus will, will ask, am I trying to, am I avoiding truth and confrontation? And your roots will ask, am I in a hurry to get things done so I can be feel, so I can be free of the pressure? Okay. Awesome. So just a quick note, when you guys are looking at the red and black lines, I just want you to know that your that you, the red line, the red color denotes your design or your subconscious pattern. And then the black denotes your personality, um, your conscious pattern. Okay. Um, the blending of both of these is you using your design and it's fully potential. Okay. So if you have both of them together, it means that you are using it at its fullest potential. Okay. Um, doo -doo -doo. and let's say that, uh, the other parts you'll have is white. So if, so if it's not colored in, it means that you have, they have no definition for you. Or if they're like I said, striped black and red, it means that this channel has both conscious and unconscious definitions for you. Okay, so you're going to also note that because you have put in the time, date, birth, and location, you are able to specifically get the planets um, that correspond to the meanings. Okay, so your sun is your identity, personality, expression, and purpose. The earth is soul, grounding, your balance. The moon is your emotions, your drive. Uh, your north node is your north star uh, destiny, so your direction, your future. Your south node is your past, your past direction. Your mercury is your expression and communication. You have your Venus, which is your love, your pleasure, and your values. Uh, you have your Mars, which, the, which is your assertion, immaturity, and mutation. Uh, you have your Jupiter, which is your authority, knowledge, law, and protection. It also means um, is where you it's where it's more expansive, where you can experience more expansion. Um, you have your Saturn, which is your maturity and your discipline. You have your your Uranus, which is the awakener, on um, the unusualness, the expansiveness. Uh, you also have your Neptune, which is your spirituality, the magic, illusion. And then you have your Pluto, uh, which is your death, your rebirth, the regeneration, the truth. Okay. So that's some of that. Um, then we're going to go into your... Um, they're like the big... They are four arrows. So they're the four arrows... So two on either side, right above your, uh, where the numbers are connected to your planets. Um, and those arrows, each one has a specific, um, meaning. Okay. So let's say for example, um, so let's start with the arrow number one, which is on the top left. 
That arrow represents your digestion, and this includes full, uh, food as well as digestion of new, of new information. So if your arrow is pointing to the right, it means you have an active digestion. It means that you enjoy routine. However, if your arrow is pointing left, you have a passive digestion. You take life as it comes, and uh, you eat intuitively, Okay. Then let's talk about arrow number two, which is the bottom left. Uh, that arrow represents the environment, what kind of environment suits you best. Um, so if your arrow is pointing to the right, new experiences serve you best. If it's pointing to the left, left uh, consistent steadiness serves you more, okay? Uh, so just consistent experiences. Now you have arrow number three, which is your top right arrow. That arrow represents the awareness um, to how you view the world. Uh, so if it's pointing to the right, you have you are right-brained creative. Um, cre- you have a right-brain creative. If you are pointing to the left, then you are left-brained logic. Okay. And then arrow number four, which is the bottom right, is your perspective. So it's your manifesting power type. Okay, it's your manifesting power type because we all have the ability to manifest. You might not be a manifester or a manifester generator as a type, but you can have a perspective so that um, a perspective that allows your power of manifestation to be most effective. So if it's pointing to the right, then your then your power type is a generator manifester, which means that you generate from general idea or feeling of. Or, fe- or the feeling of things, okay? But if it's pointing to the left, you are a specific manifester, which means that you should find the exact thing that you want before trying to manifest every- um, before trying to manifest anything, okay? Um, okay, so with this being said, the last thing that I want to talk to you guys about is your cross of incarnation. So everyone has their own specific cross of incarnation. Each cross has a different meaning. It reflects your life, your life's, tra- uh, your life's path, your life's trajectory. Tra- I'm getting stuck. Trajectory. Okay. So your life trajectory is basically your life's work. Okay. What are you here to do? Um, I do recommend looking up your specific incarnation cross online for more insight. Um, and please note that this cross is not is not fate, quote unquote, per se. It can just be a theme for your life, okay? And there are four different numbers, uh, so four gates that are listed next um, that are listed next to it that are also very important to note, okay? So my incarnation cross is the right angle cross of service three. So I'm eight, so I'm a 18, 17, 52, 58. So basically I am here to help individuals. Um, I'm just here to help individuals basically find a better way to live. So basically I master certain systems and then find different corrections and then be able to guide others on how to um, apply those corrections for themselves. Okay. So that's what that is for that. Um, Let me see if I'm just missing anything here. Boom, boom, boom. So all in all, basically what I've learned uh, from my human design, and I just want to share it with you guys, some of the key points to kind of bring it all together. All right. So one of the... um, 
some of the key points are one, I need to be brought into the experiences, into experiences from the outside. Uh, two, wisdom lies in being patient enough to let all of my emotions express themselves before making a decision. Three, I have to sleep on, I have to sleep on any decision of any importance. Four, I, it can take longer for clarity to arrive before a major decision. Five, my emotions are part of my design pattern that leads to the awareness that are correct for me. Okay. It will lead me to the awareness of what's right for me. I also realize that I will find people who are willing to wait for me to reach clarity if the opportunity is right for both of us. Okay. And there's just a few more things that I've been able to really dive deeper into the human design. And I even in the process went ahead and found out my brand archetype, which I ended up being the caregiver. Um, I looked into my personality type and I found out that I am an advocate. Um, so I am a type INFJA. Um, so that was very interesting for me to find out. Um, and just like, figuring out how I can relate that into my business. How can I figure out how to best find and use my energetic type in a way that will serve the collective on what I am here to do based on my cross of incarnation, but in the best way that honors my type, authority, and strategy. Um, So it's been really, really fun. If you guys end up pulling up your chart and um, has found this episode helpful and just even figuring out the basics of it, let me know. Share it with me. What is your type? Um, And let me know what your profile is. I would like to know your profile, your type, and your um, inner authority. I would love, love, love to connect with people out there and see and hear their stories just so that I can start making connections uh, personally on how on how human design has has is so effective as a as a personality tool as a self-discovery tool to help you really uh reach your uh, fullest potential so this has been super fun today i hope that you guys were able to keep up i hope i wasn't just rattling on um but if like i said earlier i went ahead and put down i'm going to go ahead and put in the show notes the link so that you guys can pull it up your own Um, and I am excited to continue on with just diving deeper on human design and what the channels mean and what the gates mean. And I'm still a baby at this, so I'm not an expert. Um, but for the most part, I'm just kind of giving you guys a little bit of what I found out for myself. So hopefully this has inspired you for you to kind of look into it and just do a little bit of research for yourself and see what comes up for you. All right. Thank you so much for joining today's soul session. I hope you guys have a wonderful and beautiful day. Thank you. And I hope to see you guys next time. A deep, deep thank you for pressing play and co-creating this moment together. If today's message resonated with you, please leave a five-star written review and share it for others to also experience quantum alchemy. Together, we are exploring the highest of timelines and the destination is unconditional love. Until next time, much love.